Coming to you straight from Indianapolis, AKA the Circle City, this is the Taking Back You Momcast. The Taking Back You Momcast is a witty, authentic, and sometimes sarcastic podcast for millennial mamas who are in the thick of mom life. And I'm your host, Danny Carter Iddens, wife, millennial mama, motivational speaker, and motherhood advocate. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Taking Back You Momcast. As always, I am your host, Danny Carter Iddens. I am so excited about this week's episode, this week's topic. I, I've been sitting on it for a few weeks now, and so I'm really excited to jump into it. Um, I have learned so much, and so I'm really, really just, I mean, I can't even tell you how excited I am to share my knowledge with you. This week, we are going to talk all about how to eliminate your fear of rejection. So if you are someone who wants to do something, who wants to step into the dreams that you have, but you have been afraid because you're afraid that it's not going to go well, or that people won't take you well, or that nobody's going to pick up what you're putting down, this week's episode is for you. But before we get started, I want to ask you, if you have not already, please subscribe to this MomCast. It is for moms, it's by a mom, and I, if I have a guest on, guess what? The guest usually is a mom. And so share this podcast, subscribe to it. Make sure that if you have any moms in your life that you think would benefit from this podcast at all, share it with them. I would really appreciate it. And I'm sure, you know, they would too. So this week, we're going to talk about how to eliminate your fear of rejection. And I think as moms and as women, as millennials, we really, really, really um, fear being rejected. And it's just like, it's such a big, overwhelming, overwhelming theme with so many of the moms and the women that I speak to that, you know, they tell me they're like, yeah, Danny, great. Oh, that you're talking about how I can follow my dreams. But how the heck am I supposed to do that? Nobody's on board with me doing that. I'm not good enough. I don't know how to do anything. I don't know what I'm doing. And I think fear of rejection comes up in so many different levels. It comes up, you know, in our relationships, um, you know, with our spouses or with our with our friends. Um, you know, it comes up in our career or the career that we might not be in, but we want to be in. And, you know, it comes up with our family. Sometimes our family might not, you know, kind of, I always call it, they might not be catching the vision of what you're doing. And so, you know, we are really afraid sometimes to be who we really are. And what we end up doing is we end up making ourselves ourselves smaller so that we can kind of fit into the box that other people have for us. And so we have this fear that, you know, we can't go out for ABC XYZ because, you know, what will people think? What if someone tells me no? What if I'm not good enough? And, you know, we also fear that if people know the real me, people know what I'm really about, what I really like, what I really care about, they might not like me because we all want to be liked. I mean, I think that's a pretty common theme for all of us, um, moms, women, people of the world. Uh, there's very few people that don't want to be liked. Even if they say they don't want to be liked, they, they want to be liked somewhere in there. They're usually saying that they don't care because they've been in a bad situation where um, they've been hurt. And so now it's, it's protection. But, you know, this fear that's, you know, 
that we are, you know, that we're not going to be liked. It, that's often rooted, like I, you know, like I was just saying, in our childhood, in our history. And it comes up in weird ways because, you know, I think we all have this like kind of innate, um, you know, desire to keep ourselves as safe as we possibly can. And so the way we do that is we kind of read the situation and then we fill in where we think we could fit in. So like if you were, you know, popular in school, you have to wonder like, okay, I was popular. But when I think about, you know, popularity, whether you're popular or unpopular, I feel like a lot of it might not have been as authentic as we wanted it to be. So if we're, you know, if we look back and we're like, man, I don't really feel like I was who I was or true to myself back then in high school or whatever, college, whatever, because I was more worried about fitting in. And that, you guys, guess what? That is a fear of rejection. If you're a people pleaser, I know so many people pleasers, um, I'm a, I'm, I'm, you know what, I'm one of those, I'm like a reformed people pleaser, but I wasn't like 100% people pleaser. I had people that I was just like, I've got to please them. And then there's people that I honestly didn't care what they thought, you know, and what that is, is you want to make people happy to the point of being like, you, you get like, like almost like, wow, you get crazy, you feel like crazy <laughs> because you're trying to make people happy. And usually it's to the detriment of yourself. And that's what always happens. And so, you know, we have this dichotomy of being true to ourselves and also allowing people to see our true selves. So that's where this fear comes in is that, you know, you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, if so-and-so knows that I am, you know, obsessed still at um, 35 and I'm being, this is 100% realness, I'm like obsessed with Star Wars and everything about it. Like they might think I'm blah, 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 blah. Now, granted, you know I don't care if people know I love Star Wars. I talk about it all the time um, to the point of where my husband and my family are like, dear Lord, here she goes again. But, you know, like pe that's kind of things that you might be worried about, that you're not being, um, that you're going to be judged. You're going to be rejected because of, you know, who you are at the root of it. So then we, we, we kind of become afraid to move to to take steps to take actions and we don't you know because we're, we're afraid that we're gonna you know that we won't live up to expectations and usually those expectations are expectations that we put on ourselves which you know okay um we do that let's just be honest we do and then you know we yearn for approval we all do. We all yearn for approval. We want we want the thing that we want to do to go well, and we want people to recognize that it went well, and we want people to say that it went well. And, you know, we, we struggle with our insecurities because of that. And, you know, we, we struggle because we think we're not enough. And if you don't think that's, that's, like, true, if you're thinking to yourself, what is she talking about? I don't even know what she means. I don't yearn for approval. Well, okay, um, look at social media. You post something on Facebook, what, do you, what is your next thing? You want to look and see how many likes you have. You post something on Instagram, you want to see how many likes you have. How many people viewed your story? I was on a, um, a, a mompreneur page a couple weeks ago on Facebook, and people were freaking out because story views have gone down. 
and they were like, I used to have 300 story views per story, and now I have like 50. And oh my, you know, they were everybody was worried because those, you know, those quantitative um, approvals that we get, they they start to like actually become who we think we are. Look at magazines. Look at ads that you see on TV. They all play into this fear. They all, you know, oh, oh, you don't have, you don't believe, you don't say X, Y, Z, you don't do X, Y, Z. Hmm. Well, then you're not one of the cool kids. We still get told that. So that fear that we had back in high school that we weren't one of the cool kids because of ABC, guess what? As an adult, they are still doing that to us. That game is still being played on us and we're letting them win. You know, like I said, how many likes did you get? Did you, did you get enough likes? There are, um, I mean, because I do a lot of stuff on social media, I get a lot of ads <laughs> telling me that I need to do more to get more likes. And that's just what it is. So then you start to equate getting likes, getting you know, um, thumbs ups or whatever with like, okay, people like me. And it's a weird connection, but it's not necessarily that weird. You know, um, I had somebody ask me the other day, well, how many people actually listen to your podcast? As if to say that, you know, well, maybe I, you, you shouldn't do your podcast if nobody is listening or if you don't have like a quantitative way to figure out if people are listening. And that's, I mean, yes, people listen. Hi, people who listen. I love you. But the reason I'm doing this is to help moms. And if people are listening, I, I hope that they're the moms who I'm trying to help. You know, did you get did your pins get repinned? You get an email for that, you guys. If on Pinterest, if someone pins your pin, you get an email. So now you know that you're like, oh, okay, that was a good pin because someone repinned it. You know. So now, now that's our validation. And that's what it is. We're always seeking approval. Whether it's big, you know, here's our big project for work that we've been working on and we're hoping that we get a promotion. Or whether it's somebody repinned my Pinterest post. You were always seeking that approval. And you know what? It isn't new. Nothing about this is new. We, you, you, I mean, look at Jesus. <laughs> he was literally rejected by one of his disciples. He rolls up and he says to himself, he says, hey guys, I am the, um, I am, I'm, I'm God in human form. And they were like, oh, okay, cool. And then like when, when they got down to it, you know, they were like, I don't know him, you know. So, I mean, <laughs> everybody experiences rejection, you know. And honestly, if I were, it, this is this is why I was not chosen for that particular job. Because if it was me, I'd have been like, well, then forget y'all. Um, act like you don't know me. But here we go. That's why he did that, not me. But he stayed the course. And even though he was rejected, he stayed the course. He kept going. Yay, we have a savior. And that's what I mean. Like, it's not new. People have been rejected for all of the time. So like, listen, if, if Jesus can be rejected and still saves our souls, you know, then I think we can go ahead and uh, put ourselves up for a new promotion or, you know, deal with that kind of stuff. You know, and at the end of the day, when you don't do something, when you don't move forward, when you don't 
make something happen because you're, you know, afraid that you'll be rejected. The only person that ends up stuck is you. The only person that ends up, you know, I call it, I, I call it arrested. You, you are in a state of arrest. You are stopped. You are stuck. And it's, it's just you. Like no one else. It doesn't affect anyone else if you freak out and like don't do something. Like it's you. It's you that feels that. And it can manifest itself in a lot of different ways. I know I have people in my life right now and I'm actually just, I'm like reformed. I am just now, I'm done. I'm done doing this. But I have people in my life right now that I've been so worried for over a decade about what they thought about me that when I was in their presence, I would have literal like manifestations of like illnesses, like my my stomach would be so messed up. I would be almost like, you know, in the back behind the bushes, like (laughs) about to, you know, um, uh, expunge the contents of my, uh, of my, esophagus okay and you know literally I I would stutter me and my friends right now who are listening to this are like Danny does not stutter I have listen I have never had a problem speaking in my life so the fact that I would get so worked up and so worried about what these people thought of me that I would be, you know, ready to lose my, you know, lunch behind bushes and I would be stuttering like the words would not come out of my mouth. I was like, wait a minute. I have let this go just way too far. And it occurred to me that like this was rooted in my fear that they wouldn't like me if they knew who I really was, that they would reject me, that they would reject how I do things if they really knew the truth. Now, I'll tell you something. One of the biggest remedies for that, to be honest, is getting older um, because I had an epiphany uh, not 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 very long ago, a uh, couple, couple months ago, where I decided, eh, I'm not doing that anymore. And if they don't like me, you know, now obviously... You've got to be respectful of other people. I'm not telling you just go around being like, I don't care anymore. Woo! You know, be respectful. But I'm done making myself smaller, making myself sick, making myself stutter because I am so worried about, you know, whether or not they'll like the true Danny. I'm done with that. Even thinking about it right now makes me tired. And so, all right, cool. You're thinking to yourself, great, Danny. Good for you. You figured it out. You are done with being afraid of rejection. But how do I, like, I haven't got, I'm not, I'm not there yet. So how do I get, how do I get over my fear? How do I eliminate my fear of rejection? So I'm going to give you some things that, um, one, they've worked for me. Not all of them, I'm going to be honest, I haven't tried them, but a couple of them I liked and I thought to myself, well, I wish somebody had told me this. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I do this podcast is because it a lot of the stuff that I learned to teach to you guys is honestly stuff that I'm like, I wish somebody had told me that because like, dang, that's good advice. Um, so I'm just going to hit you with the realness here. You know, the first thing is that you got to realize that there is more to gain than just what you're trying to get or trying to achieve right now. So, you know, 
if you're confronting your fear, you're confronting, you know, rejection head on, you realize that it's going to be easier to push through whatever your fear is the next time it comes up. It won't seem like as big of a deal the next time as it does right now. And I know that's like so weird because you think to yourself, well, you know, I'm so scared right now I couldn't possibly do it. But like, can you imagine that on the other side of that fear is that like this whole opening up of your, I mean, of everything that you could literally let that fear go and it can become like a habit almost like a habit of not being afraid anymore of not worrying about what other people think and that trust me every time you do it it gets easier I know this I I I'm an I I audition I was a dancer you know I've told you that before I have been to auditions I have been to so many auditions and I mean yes my I'm nervous I get butterflies I you know but I realize that a lot of times if they say no, it's not like me intrinsically, like who you, who I am as a person. They're not rejecting me as a person. I just don't fit what they are looking for. You know what I mean? So I, I learned how I learned how to kind of separate it and not take it so personally when I don't get a callback or when I don't get you know, cast in something. I don't take that personally. I just think to myself, oh, okay, well, I'm not what they were looking for and I will be for something. And I just have to keep auditioning because if I don't audition, then it will never happen. And I want you to remember how powerful you truly are. This is my second thing that I want you to think about. I want you to remember how powerful you are. You know, your focus will be what becomes important. And, you know, like I said earlier in this episode, you know, humans, we are naturally risk averse. And so um, we can very easily spiral down that chain of what ifs and the, ah, I can't do this because ABC, XYZ. That is super easy for us to do. We're, we're very risk averse. But the problem is, is that we, if, if we focus only on that, then like we never we never see beyond it. We never see anything else. We only see what can go wrong. So what if you focused on what could go right? What if that's what you visualize? Instead of sitting around thinking about all the things that could go wrong, what if you sat around and thought about all the things that could go right? What if you visualized what it would look like when things are happening and made that your focus? Because like I said, what you focus on is what becomes important. I'm a big proponent of the power of our minds and putting out positive vibes into the universe. That's why I talked about vision boards a few weeks ago, because I think that's so important that you know, we have these pictures, these, these, these images that we can look at, that we can think about. You know, what we can think on. And remember the reward oftentimes is in the risk. You know, what is that? The no pain, no gain. The risk is in the reward. Or wait, the other way around. The reward is in the, uh, whatever. And so, you know, that's what I mean. Like you have to kind of switch the way your mind thinks. And instead of thinking about everything that could go wrong, think about everything that can go right. 
And here's here's my third one. This one's going to blow your mind. It's to let your fear and let your fear of rejection do their job and play their roles. Let them do it. Let them play the role that they have in your in your brain, in your um, psyche, your risk averse role. Let them do it. You kind of need that. I mean, it's a natural instinct. So you need your fear. You need that fear of rejection. So let it play the role, but don't let it take over your life. And this is what I mean. You know, realize that people might say no. They might not be on board with what you're trying to do. They might not pick up what you're putting down right away. But instead of, you know, being like, oh, well, that's it. The end. Roll up shop, boys. We're done. Go, okay. Well, now I'm really going to do it because I'm going to prove you wrong. And that's how I am. That's always been my mentality. You tell me I can't do something. Girl, watch out. It is just too bad at this point now that you told me that. It's not necessarily the best thing in the world when you're a little girl and you're a young child and people tell you no and you do it anyway. But when you get older, I, I like to think of it as a certain, you know, uh, kind of tenacity. And that's literally what you have to do. You take their nose and you go, okay, all right, all right. You just watch. You just wait. And then I want you to take the fear. You know, if it, you, I want you to think about what your life would be like if you let your fear win. What it would be like if you don't take the risk. What, if, what it would be like if you allowed your fear of rejection to stop you from doing whatever it is you want to do. How does that make you feel when you think about that? When you think to yourself, well, I'm not going to do this because, you know, so and such and such um, might not like me anymore or might say no. How does that make you feel? Do you like feeling how you feel? Do you like feeling exactly the same way that you feel a year from now? Like, are, are you are you prepared for that? Are you prepared to be in the exact same position a year from now as you are right now because of your fear? So use that. Use, use that fear and really think about what it's going to get you and what it's going to cost you. Because sometimes the price tag, what it's going to cost you is way, way higher than the risk of doing your thing, of going out there and doing your thing. Number four, I want you to ask yourself what advice you would give your best friend. So here's the here's the rub. We're always our harshest critics. I say that all the time, don't I? We're always our harshest critics. If you want someone to tell you how you are not going to A, B, C, X, Y, Z, then all you need to do is look in the mirror because we are always our, harsh, our harshest critics. I, I think that's completely... 100% the truth and and if you're if you're not your harshest critic then that's um I'm, I'm proud of you I mean to be honest I think a lot of it has to do with criticisms that we received as children um either from family from friends whatever but at the end of the day we're still our harshest critic 
And so, you know, think about what you would tell your best friend. If your best friend came to you with, you know, whatever it is you want to do. So let's say you want to start a business and you, 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 if you tell your best friend exactly what you um, are, are telling yourself and you say, well, you know, you got a great idea, but I mean, like, nobody's going to believe in you. So I don't even know why you're thinking about doing it. And you've got, you've got three kids. How do you think you're going to do that with three kids? I mean, and your husband, you know, he makes a good enough money already. So you don't even really need to work. So why do you think you need to do these things? Who would say that to their best friend? I bet you wouldn't be her best friend for that long. You and you're, You would encourage her, right? You'd be like, girl, so what? You got three kids. Show people with three kids how to do it. So what? Your husband makes enough money. Be like, all right, well, you make the money for the family. I'll make some money for me so I can, you know, have some of my own. Like, or not, or whatever. But I mean, when you think about it, like, who would say those things to someone else? So why do you say them to yourself? So think about the advice that you would give to your best friend. You'd probably tell her to go for it. Right? So follow your own advice. Or call your best friend and tell her, listen, I'm going to need you to tell me to go for something. <laughs> when I get negative and when I think this isn't working, I'm going to need you to be like, no, no, it, it's going to work. It's going to work. Go for it. Keep going. I need a cheerleader right now. If I, your fifth thing, the last thing, is I want you to realize that if you fail, if you are rejected, if people don't like what you're trying to do, if they're not picking up what you're putting down at this point, the world won't end. You know, getting rejected can honestly be the first step towards achieving something awesome. And it can it can even be the first step towards not what you were thinking you were going to do. It could be the first step towards something else, totally. Like, you don't even know. And I, I think, you know, millennials, us millennials, we were the generation, the first generation of, you know, nobody loses, everybody wins, failure and rejection, you know, we don't do that here. We love everyone. Everyone's welcome. You want a gold star? Good. You get one. I mean, I got my gold stars. We got participation medals. So now what we have is a whole bunch of us are super afraid of failing, we're super afraid of being rejected. It is so scary because our our rejection muscle, our failure muscle is not strong. It's very weak. We need to take those, we need to take our failure and rejection handling muscle and we need to take it to Planet Fitness and we need to work it out and get it stronger so that when someone is giving us, hitting us with some rejection with, you know, or or if we don't, we don't do something perfectly the first time, because we all think we got to be perfect the first time, um, you know, we got to learn how to be a little bit stronger. You know, and we got to realize, okay, what's the absolute worst thing that will happen if we fail? If our if we're rejected for whatever we want to do, if our first idea doesn't pop off, if people don't aren't picking it up what we're putting down. Are you going to lose your friend? All right, well then bye cuz they're not really your friends. I got news for you. They're not really your friends. If they can't stick by you by what you are trying to do, how you're trying to better yourself, those aren't your friends. So they can go anyway. You can lose your family. Listen. 
family is family. And so they're, they might not understand and they might not talk to you for a little bit because they're trying to figure out, they're trying to, they're trying to make this new version of you square in who they have had of you. Cause you have to remember, especially your parents, your parents have memories of you before you have memories of you. So it's really hard for your parents sometimes or for your siblings who, you know, your older siblings especially to kind of let go of that initial like, um, I don't know, like decision that they've made about who you are. So when you try to step outside of that, you might get some resistance from your family now, but they're your family. So they're going to get over it and they're, they love you. So they're going to figure it out. And again, if they can't, then maybe they're not who you need in your life right now. If your career doesn't change, because, you know, ABC didn't happen. Okay, well, your career didn't change. You got your, you still got your job. Regroup. New plan. Plan B. It doesn't mean quit. It doesn't mean you're the worst. It just means that we got to regroup. Find people who are doing what you want to do. Hit them up. Ask them for advice. Get together with other like-minded people. You know that saying, you're the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. So if you're looking around and the five people that you're spending the most time with aren't doing anything, then guess what? You need new people to, to hang out with. Sorry, but it's true. I told you this before. I'm going to say it one more time for our new listeners. I used to say this all the time when I would teach my students. If any of my students are listening to this, they're probably like, oh, here she goes again. I have a four-step process in um, teaching in, in learning with my students and it goes like this it used to be try but I switched out try because I don't like the word try just like do it I don't have time for this um Yoda Yoda says it best don't try it just do it I guess Nike's in on that too don't try it just do it just do it do it's first step fail yeah I said I'm, I'm putting fail in there like just fail fail okay Nine times, you know, I tell my students, okay, you, you're, it takes, um, and we've talked about this before too, it takes seven years to get a good pirouette, which is like where you see a dancer when they turn on one foot with their other, um, other foot by their knee. They kind of look like a spinning pea. You <laughs> um, take seven years to do that. So you're going to do it and then you're going to fail, okay? And then you're going to revise. So you're going to look at what went wrong. And then you're going you're gonna, to figure out, okay, this is what went wrong. I need to do this. I need to do this. And then you're going to repeat. And you're going to keep doing that until you get the desired result. When you look at people with those big businesses, when you look at people, you know, guess how many times they've been told no. Oh, my gosh, it would make your head spin. Do you know how many times I've been told no? Oh. <sighs> You know how many times I've been told no? I was just told no a couple days, a couple weeks ago. And ooh, you guys, I wanted it. I wanted it so bad I could taste it. And I was just told no. I, I, I could see, I could see myself there doing, doing this thing. I could see myself. It was, I had visions. It was beautiful. And then I go and I show up and I hit them with what I had and they said, no. 
And you could tell it was hard for them too because they were kind of trying to come up with ways to figure out how to say no and to soften the blow. And they gave me like the B team. Uh, <laughs> they offered me the B, you know, like, I mean, just being honest, like I'm being real. I can be real with myself now. They, you know, they're giving me the B team. Oh, and I was like, no, I'm good. Thank you. And I told her, I said, listen, I am not the kind of person that you need to sugarcoat with. Tell me what I need to work on. And thank you for your time. My feelings were hurt. They still are a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. I licked my wounds. I came home and I sat in my husband's lap and I cried. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you, oh, girl, I'll just brush your shoulders off. Mm, mm, mm. No, I didn't. That's not what happened. I was super upset. I cried all the way home. I My only thing was I didn't want to cry in front of them. So I held it in. I held it in. I walked out the door. I got to my car, started my car, backed out of the parking space, got onto the main road, and then I started crying. I called my husband and I started crying. I got home and I kept crying. I cried in his lap. And I was angry. Ooh, I was so angry. I was angry. And I just, I just, oof. I was mad at the time I wasted and all the effort I put into it. And I, I, I said, I listen, I got to step back for a minute. So I removed myself from the situation where I would be around these people for a minute. I did. A couple weeks, just a couple weeks. It was what I needed. And I prayed. I prayed for this anger to be taken off of me for this um, sadness to be taken away, for the fear to be taken away because I knew, like, I already, uh, like, listen, me doing what I did was a big step, and now now I have to think about maybe doing it again. Uh-uh. So I had to pray. I had to pray for that because it, it, it was not looking good. But you know what I was doing yesterday? And it was not even, I wasn't even planning it. I was concocting my next plan of attack. I was thinking to myself, before I even knew I was doing it, I was thinking to myself, all right, well, that didn't work. But one way will. And I just got to figure out what way that is. So I got told no. I did. I got told no. But you know what I heard when they said no? I heard not yet. That's literally what I heard. And that's what made me mad. It's like, I wanted it now. But I, I, they're like, no, not, not, no. And I'm like, okay, not yet. All right, all right. Revise. So, so, so what did I do? What did I do? Follow my plan. I did it. I failed. I'm currently revising. And then I'm going to repeat. You know, that saying, where there's a will, there's a way. That is the truth. Now, granted, it might not always look exactly like your initial vision. But it'll be a heck of a lot closer than if you never do anything at all. If you never step outside of your fear at all. Then, you, then you're nowhere. Then you're still sitting in the same spot a year from now thinking about how ain't nothing going on for you so to close I just want to leave you with this last thing this last thought you know I'm not telling you that you won't be 
rejected. I'm not telling you that you won't hear no. And I'm not telling you that people won't think, you know, that you're not the best. But what I am saying to you, what I, what I am, I, I am telling you this 100%. I'm keeping it like, like I'm keeping it 100. What I am saying to you is that you will survive it. You will survive the no. You will survive the rejection and you will live through it. You will. It hurts. But guess what? Every time it happens, you get stronger. That muscle gets stronger. And you find that it doesn't hurt as much as it used to. Or you can you can bounce you can, you, got, you got that bounce back. You can bounce back quicker than you used to be able to. And you know what? And God willing, you will be stronger for it. And one day that thing that scared you so much, it won't even matter. Because you'll be where you want to be, where you've wanted to be. And guess what? You'll be thinking about how to go to, you know, the next level. That fear won't even won't even be there anymore. It won't even play a role. You'll be you'll be literally laughing at how you used to be scared of ha 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 whatever. I hope this week was helpful for you. I hope I gave you some good advice and that you can take it and you can run with it and you can apply it to your life because mama, you are amazing. You are. Anybody who's a mom is amazing. That you know, listen, I might be a little biased, but I seem I I, I believe that. <laughs> if you are a mom, you are amazing. Share this episode with someone who you think needs the advice. Listen to it again if you need to. And I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday and an absolutely fearless week ahead. Next week, we're going to have a special guest. Ah, I'm so excited. Her name is Mary, and she's going to be joining us with her new um she, you guys, this is really cool. She is actually um, starting her own business. She was part of an MLM, and now she kind of from that is growing into her own business. So she's going to help us figure out how to stay zen during the holidays because the holidays are coming up, y'all, and we are going to need some techniques um, to to keep us from, um, you know, um, we don't want to hurt any 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 of our family members. <laughs> so she's going to give us some awesome tips about that. I'm really excited um, to have her on. And I hope that you guys have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. For more information on Taking Back You and the Taking Back You Momcast, visit us at takingbackyou.com. From there, you'll be able to follow us on social media, listen to past episodes, and learn all about the mission of Taking Back You. Be sure to subscribe to get future episodes. And from all of us at Taking Back You, thank you so much for your support. Hi, I'm Danny Carter Iddens, creator of Taking Back You. My vision for Taking Back You was simple. I wanted to create a safe place for mamas to focus on the dreams that have been placed on their hearts. 
where they could walk alongside other mamas who get and give advice on how to do this mom thing. I want to tell mamas what I wish someone had told me and to build a community of mothers who aren't afraid to reach for the stars, even while holding their children in their arms. Want to learn more? Visit takingbackyou.com because at Taking Back You, we know happy moms raise happy kids.